Welcome to the God and Your Business podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, a Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. As always, you're going to have a fabulous time. I want to say a big thank you to you for listening. And I want to say thank you to everyone who sent me a PM or posted on social media and said, oh my goodness, this podcast really helped me. Um, It helps us get the word out and it helps me know that what I'm doing is helping, which is great. Today, we're going to do something really interesting. And maybe I'll tell you a little bit of a backstory of how this happened. I did an episode on the EntreMD podcast. So as I have alluded to a number of times, I do business coaching for physician entrepreneurs, and I have a company called EntreMD. So that's E-N-T-R-E-M-D, EntreMD. And I have a podcast called the EntreMD podcast where I talk about all things entrepreneurship for physicians specifically. Well, the principles are the same, but you know, specifically for physicians and I did an episode on there. So it's episode 193. And I talked about how to dominate your market, right? How you dominate your market. And I did it from a tactical perspective. Like, how do you find all the people, all the sources of an audience, especially when you're starting out? It's for everybody, but especially when you're starting out, how do you tap into all of that so you can dominate your space? And when I was done with that, I had a meeting with the doctors in the EntreMD Business School, which is my year-long program for doctors, for physician entrepreneurs. And I was like, well, let's talk about the mindset behind it, right? Let's talk about how you show up. Let's talk about how you perceive your services, your products, you in the marketplace. And we had a great you know, coaching session around that, which was really fantastic. And then after doing that, I was doing a Bible study and I've always been fascinated by the things Jesus did to quote unquote market his ministry. Because if you think about it, he lived thousands of years ago and he started a movement and his movement is only growing thousands of years later. And, you know, his message went far and wide and this was with no, you know, ads, nothing against ads, but there was no ads. There was no microphones. There are no cars. I mean, like, you know, there's a whole lot of things we have access to that he didn't have access to, but he was able to pull off a really good job. So I like to study him. Like, what did he do? What were the principles? What are the things that, you know, time to time you notice that these are the things he consistently did? And so I started reading a chapter in the book of Matthew, which we're going to look at. And it's a few verses. And I was like, man, look at what Jesus did. And this is particularly important because a lot of times as Christians, we're like, well, we have the help of God. So we somehow have this feeling that we can get away with not working hard. Now, remember, I'm not talking about toiling. I'm talking about hard work, right? Remember, they're two different things. Okay, so toiling means a lot of effort, little to show for it. Hard work means a lot of effort and a lot more to show for it, right? And so he expects us to work hard. You read the book of Proverbs, it's all over there. So anyway, I was reading this and I was like, well, how about I do my third, how to dominate your market, right? Like, so I've done it in two places. This is going to be the third. And I really am going to read about the strategies of Jesus 
And we're going to unpack that. And you're going to think about how you can apply it in your business starting today or tomorrow, depending on the time you're listening to this podcast. And I would love to hear about it. So I'll read through the verses first, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. All right. So I am reading Matthew chapter four, and I'm going to read from verse 23 to verse 25. Okay. So here we go. This is the New Living Translation. It says, Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the Ten Towns, some, some translations call it Decapolis, Jerusalem, from all over Judea and from the east of the Jordan River. Large crowds. And I want you to think about it for your business. Like, think about that. Large cl- crowds. Wouldn't that be amazing? You have an event, large crowds. You have this program, large crowds. You have some brick and mortar store. You have an online store, large crowds. Like, think about it, right? So let's look, let's unpack this and then pull out some lessons here. So first of all, let's look out the at the outcome, the outcome that he had. So I alluded to one, first of all, and that's that large crowds followed him, okay? Large crowds followed him. The news spread about him everywhere, right? Everywhere. And think about it. Wow, that's a great outcome. I mean, I want that in my business. I hope you want it in your business. Business is all about serving people, right? And so the more people you can serve, the bigger of an impact you can have and the more revenue you can generate, okay? All right, so let's look at the things he did. So if I start back from verse 23, this is going to be like a little bit of a Bible study, if you will. It says, Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee. Now, I've read this many, 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 many times. And it's only recently that I was like, okay, I read this, but I, I don't have any context. What does it mean? Throughout Galilee, like, first of all, throughout, like, so he combed an entire region. So if you think about it, right, in our businesses, how many places have we actually gone to? How many communities have we actually gone to? How many times have we gone, whether it's online or in person, to cover a region so they know we're there, right? Have we done that? He went throughout the region of Galilee. And so I went to look up Galilee in Jesus' time. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot of numbers out there. Some people say there are about 400,000 people in Galilee, all the way up to 3 million, up to 3 million. There are even reports of in Galilee, because I used to think Galilee was a city. Okay. That's what I thought. I was like, okay, you traveled throughout one city. Great. But in Galilee, you have about 204 cities and villages. Think about that for a second. 204 cities and villages. And it says here that Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, right? So he'll go there, he'll teach in their synagogue, he'll go. So the first point to note is that he combed an area. He was diligent. He spread the word about what he did. He went everywhere to speak, right? And speaking was his vehicle. So think about your business. Where could you be speaking? I want you to think in person, right? Is there a BNI you can be a part of? 
Is there a chamber of commerce where you can be? Is there a place where your people are already gathered? So you talk to women. Well, are there women events where you could be speaking? Are there women communities you can be in, right? There are a lot of people who are online. There are a lot of local Facebook groups. If your thing is a brick and mortar thing online, the whole world is up up for grabs. How many Facebook groups are you doing lives in and speaking to? How many places are you coming? Can it be written about you that you went throughout XYZ, right? Because the thing is, if you want the large crowds, this is the way Jesus did it. And this is the way his disciples did it too, okay? All right. It's so much easier in our time, right? He didn't have, can you imagine what Jesus would have done if he had an online community? But anyway, all right. So he traveled throughout the region. So that's the first part, right? And he was teaching in the synagogues. So I want you to get this. He wasn't just, now he did some like in the marketplace and stuff like that. But he was teaching the synagogues. He was going to where the people were already congregated. Okay. So the question to ask yourself about your business is my ideal client, where are they congregated? Where are they already gathering? Where is their quote unquote synagogue? Because you go there to speak, right? Your audience already exists. They're just in communities in other places. You have to find them. Okay, so he traveled throughout Galilee, the region of Galilee. He taught in their synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. Now, listen to this. He spoke as a visionary. Okay, he's like, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You know, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He demonstrated the power of the kingdom and all of that. So, what was he doing? Giving people hope. So, I want you to think about what you do for the people who are your clients, the people who are your customers. What is that preferred future that you can offer them? So for instance, I'm a business coach for physician entrepreneurs. If somebody works with me, they should be able to start a business, scale a business, make money, build systems so they can have more time for the things that matter. Could be family, could be ministry, could be purpose, right? And so what do I do in my communication? I am announcing the good news. I'm telling them what is possible. I'm telling them what can happen for them. Why? People are attract people are almost always looking for that preferred future. So when you start talking about it, you're speaking their language. Okay. So he could have come and complained about everything. He could come, could have complained about the Romans. He could have done all the things, but he was showing them, this is what is possible. This is what is coming. This is what is possible. This is what will happen to you. He told Peter, come, I'll make you a fisher of men. Like paint the picture. So I want you to think about it in your business, how you can be painting the picture of what is possible. Okay. And then it goes on to say, and he healed every kind of disease and illness. He healed every kind of disease and illness. What does that translate to? He got people results. He got people results, right? So in your business, what is the result? You want to, like in a healthy way, okay? I use this word loosely. You want to almost be obsessed with getting results for your clients. How can I help them get results? How can I help them overcome limiting beliefs? How can I help them do something faster, cheaper, better? How can I, how can I, how can I? That's your equivalent, right? Now you guys understand that we're, we're drawing parallels here, okay? That's your equivalent. How can I get them results? How can I do that? Because let me show you what happened after that, okay? So he did that and it says news about him spread about Syria and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick and whatever their sickness or disease or if they were demon possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. 
when you solve problems, the people you solve problems for go tell other people and the people who have those kind of problems start looking for you, which is exactly what you want, right? So how can I get people results, okay? How can I get them results faster, cheaper, better? How can I do that? And when you do it, you facilitate the spreading of the word. So you would think, well, like the woman with the issue of blood, right? She came, she said, you know, she had been bleeding for 12 years. And she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I would be healed. And she did it. She was like, I don't even need to talk to Jesus. I just need to touch the hem of his garment. And she did that and she got healed. And Jesus turns around and he says, who touched me? Now there's a whole crowd following Jesus, everybody pressing on him. His disciples are like, how can you ask that? Like there are a gazillion people here. He's like, no, I felt virtue. I felt power go out of me. Who touched me? I don't think Jesus didn't know. I don't think so. But Jesus always encouraged people to share what he did. He always encouraged people to share what they did. And so then the woman says, it was me. And then she shares her story. And because of that story, we have faith in Jesus thousands of years later. And so you facilitate people telling the stories. Get your client testimonies. Don't be afraid of sharing them. Don't be afraid of asking for them. Why? It will attract people who have the same problem the people you worked with have, right? And so, first of all, Jesus went everywhere. Second of all, he went to where the audience he was looking for was already congregated. Third, he sold vision. He sold a picture of a preferred future. Four, he solved problems, a lot of problems. What was the consequence? Large crowds followed him wherever he went. So today, this is so simple, but this is what I want you to do. I want you to take a moment and say, okay, what is the region I'm going to dominate? What is the region where I'm going to put my message everywhere? What is that region? And we live in different times. So this could be online, offline, but you can say, I'm going to go here and I'm going to dominate the place with my message. I'm going to go throughout the place, if you will, right? What is that? that? That's number one. Number two, you're going to go like, okay, where are my people gathered? Where are those pockets where they're gathered? Where, where are they? You find them and you start looking for opportunities to serve there, okay? To serve, to serve, to serve the people. Three, you get radical about publishing your message everywhere, sharing that picture of a preferred future. Show people what's possible and do it again and again and again and again, okay? Four, solve problems. Solve problems. Think about your client. Think about the issues they're having. Think about how you can solve them and facilitate the spreading of the word. Like this is what happened in this person's life. This is what happened with this person's skin since I started using my skincare brand and all of that stuff, right? And the consequence of these actions would be that large crowds will follow you too, okay? So I love it when I can pull out parallels from the Bible, but Jesus was the leader of a movement and we're entrepreneurs and we are faith-based entrepreneurs and we should be leading movements as well. Okay, so there you have it. Those are you know simple things that you can do. Start engaging it. And I can't wait to hear of your story. You telling me that the crowd has started to gather. I, I really can't wait to celebrate you. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend, a fellow entrepreneur, and I will see you, my friend, on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast. 
You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.